Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. Hello friends, happy Friday. Today is our second Lent Bible study recap. I did my first one last Friday. We went through chapter one through nine. And since last Friday, we have read Matthew chapter 10 through 22. There is so much goodness in this content that I won't be able to obviously cover everything, Um, but I'm just going to talk to you a little bit, encourage you, and end this episode with a Lectio Divina. The Lectio Divina is basically a scripture meditation, so make sure you hang tight for that. That's going to be at the end of this episode. So as I've been diving into this Lent Bible study reading plan, really what I'm reading for is whatever God wants to teach me, obviously, but also I'm trying to crack the code and answer the question. This is the question I'm trying to answer. How can I arrange my life, my day, my schedule to be more like Jesus? I've been looking for clues into how Jesus lives his life. Jesus said that he came to bring life so that we can have life and life to the full. And I truly believe that to experience this fullness of life, we have to adopt the lifestyle of Jesus. This goes way beyond our theology or our beliefs. It comes down to truly how we arrange our life, how we live our lives, how we act, how we focus our minds. It says we are to be in the world, but not of the world. And this world is competing for our focus, our attention, and our soul. So I really believe we have to break away from the norm and learn his ways in order to unlock his promises. And just think right now, what promises are you trying to unlock? Maybe it's peace. Maybe it's healing. Maybe it's rekindling your joy. Maybe you need to rest. In Matthew chapter 11, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. He says, learn from me, learn my ways, take my yoke, for my yoke is easy, my burden is light. So we have to learn from him. He asks us to come to him, to learn from him. And I know that there is a fruit from this obedience. So in chapter 12, I really started to notice something that Jesus does a lot. He often went to be alone. I talked about this in the last podcast episode on Lent about him going off to the Eremos into the wilderness because he often went to be alone. And in this lonely place, this place of solitude, Jesus was strengthened. So you can see in chapter 12, verse 14, excuse me, chapter 14, 13, and then again in verse 23. So this this chapter, Matthew chapter 14, is right after Jesus finds out that John the Baptist has been beheaded and he's obviously very upset. And so in verse 13, it picks up and says, On hearing this, Jesus slipped away privately by boat to be alone. He went to be alone. This is something that our Jesus does. 
And then again in verse 23, it says, After the crowds dispersed, Jesus went into the hills to pray. And as night fell, he was there praying alone with God. So this is, we're seeing a common theme in his schedule. He took himself away from the crowd. Even though he probably had, he definitely had one of the most critical purposes in his life for any human to ever have in the history of mankind. And you know what? He still made time for solitude to pray alone, to get alone. We see this again in chapter 17, verse 1. Six days later, Jesus took Peter and the two brothers, Jacob, and they hiked up to a high mountain to be alone. So my question for you and the question I've been kind of sitting with is, when was the last time you truly went to be alone? Planned time to be alone with Jesus. Not just plan time to sneak away, catch a TV show by yourself, or play on your phone, but truly be alone. Let this be a reminder to sit down and really carve out some time. Maybe for you, you want to do a retreat. Last weekend, I actually went and stayed at a hotel by myself, which was incredible. My husband let me go off for a night to get a full night's rest, which was such a blessing. And the next day, I just had this morning retreat with Jesus. I just was alone with him. I ate a slow breakfast. I wrote, I journaled, I sat in stillness. It was amazing. I want to challenge you to do that. Can you build a retreat with Jesus? Can you make time to be alone? Maybe it's just next Wednesday morning from 9 to noon. Or your next Sabbath. You you know lose your phone for a few hours and really take time to sit in stillness, to be alone, to get alone with God and be nourished. I have an episode that I did with Amy Brady a few months ago called How to Craft a Mini Sabbath. So if you're wanting to do that, I highly recommend listening to that. It was a really, really good thought-provoking episode. So I've really been enjoying listening to all the commentary inside of the Christian Dreamers community. That's where we're all gathered together um, doing this Bible study together. And I love hearing what everybody's learning in the group. And one of the key sections of this reading for me that really stood out to me was in chapter 18. And this is when Jesus is teaching us to be like little children. And I'm going to read from the Passion Translation just a little bit of this passage. It says in verse 2, Jesus called a little one to his side and said to them, Learn this well, unless you dramatically change your way of thinking and become teachable and learn about heaven's kingdom realm with the wide-eyed wonder of a child, you will never be able to enter in. Whoever continually humbles himself to be like this gentle child is the greatest one in heaven's kingdom realm. If you tenderly care for this little one on my behalf, you are tenderly caring for me. So Jesus is calling us to be childlike, to be teachable, eager to learn, eager to love, accepting those who are different from them. Children are curious. They're trusting. They're typically present. They're wide-eyed. They look at life with wonder. Have you lost your childlike enthusiasm? Have you lost your childlike wonder? Would people consider you to be teachable? Are you eager to learn the ways of Jesus? 
this is my conviction um, and this is my calling and hopefully this is your conviction in a beautiful, wonderful way to really embrace the child within you and become like a child. What's the major difference between an adult and a child? Well, there's plenty of differences, but one of the things that kind of popped into my head when I was sitting on this and pondering it is as an adult, we try to fix things ourselves. We're trying to fix everything, uh, you know, hustle, make it work, you know, appear strong to not have weakness. As an adult, we typically go inward for help and comfort. We're not really trying to show our weakness. The beautiful thing about a child is a child will immediately run to their parents for help. I know like I have a three-year-old Jane. She just turned three this week and she is not ashamed to need help or to ask for something when she's hungry. Of course, she is stubborn and there's times where she's like, I do it myself, I do it myself, you know, like putting on her shoes or putting on her jacket and I wanted her to learn that independence, but it is irritating because it takes 10 times longer if she would just let me help her. Um, But a child will run to their father and mother to get help. They run to their parents for food. Um, A child trusts their parents. A child is just willing to rest. They're not embarrassed by their need of hunger. They're not embarrassed by having any need or they're not embarrassed by their pain that they feel. They hurt themselves. They're not embarrassed by the fact that they're exhausted. As an adult, we fight through it. No, I'm not hungry. No, I don't need help. I can figure it out. I'm not tired. I, I have so much to do. I don't, I don't deserve to rest. I have so much going on. I have to keep going. Why can't we just be like a child? and run to our Father, to call out to our Father when we need help, when we are in pain, when we have a need. As a child, we're called to just trust our Heavenly Father and be willing to just take a nap when we're tired. I was reading Psalms 131, and it's such a beautiful scripture. So I'm going to read it to you out of the NIV. And I think we're going to do our Lectio Divina on this, actually, because it's just so beautiful. It's the reminder of truly resting in God like a child. It says, My heart is not proud, Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me. And when it says too wonderful, this could mean things that are too great, too complex, too over our head, too difficult for me to understand. There's a lot of things in our world right now that are way too big for us to handle. Yet we're learning about it. We're obsessed with it. We're seeing it all the time. We're bombarded with all the pain and the grief of this world. Scripture goes on to say, but I have calmed and quieted myself. I am like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child, I am content. Israel, put your hope in the Lord both now and forevermore. This is a beautiful song. It's a psalm that paints a picture of a child in a mother's lap that has been maybe stressed or worried. And imagine this child just runs into the mother's lap and immediately they're calm, they're quieted, content. This is our invitation from God to run into his lap, to be calm and quieted and content, knowing that you are in the arms of your father. 
There's no more beautiful feeling than nursing my newborn son. Of course, it's a journey. Nursing is difficult. It has its ups and downs for sure. But there's these beautiful moments when he's finishing nursing and he just rests in my arm. He just melts onto my body. He's calm. I'm calm. There's no need for words. I yearn for these moments. And I know that God yearns for these moments with you. Moments where you rest in his arms. You just melt with him. There's no need for words. In Ruth Haley Barton's book, Invitation to Solitude and Silence, chapter 5, she talks about rest for the body. She makes the connection that truly learning to rest into God in times of solitude begins with our body. She also talks about her experience with nursing her child. And so it was just really beautiful for me to read because I'm in this season of life. And she said, I believe God longs for these moments with us, just as a mother anticipates the moment of peace, tranquility, and communion that comes after nursing her baby. Beyond the sheer enjoyment of it, God is much more aware than we are of how much we need these beyond word togetherness. This is why he waits patiently for us to stop flailing around until we can relax and receive the nourishment from his presence. She goes on to say, learning to listen to the body, to rest it and honor it as a place where God makes his present known, becomes then an important discipline for a spiritual pilgrim. So let's put this into practice right now. We're going to rest and just melt into this moment with God. So I want you to find a comfortable place to sit down and relax. If you're at your home, find a place to sit down and relax and close your eyes. If you're on a walk, maybe find a park bench or Find a tree you can sit under and rest against. If you're driving, that's fine. Keep your eyes on the road, eyes awake, (laughs) and just take a deep breath with me. We're going to take three deep, slow breaths. Close your eyes. Let your intent to be to rest your whole self into God, knowing you are as safe with Him as a baby with His mother. As you breathe, notice what happens in your body. Where are the tight places that relax as you breathe? Make adjustments as you deepen into rest. I'm gonna read Psalms 131 three times. In between each time, there's gonna be a pause and that's just for you to sit in stillness the Lord and just rest. I'm going to read from the NIV, then the Amplified, and then the Passion Translation. Let's breathe in. Breathe in. Exhale. Breathe in. My heart is not proud, Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me, but I have calmed and quieted myself. I'm like a weaned child and its mother. Like a weaned child, I am content. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, both now 
and forevermore. Lord, my heart is not proud, nor my eyes haughty, nor do I involve myself in great matters or things too difficult for me. Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul. I'm like a weaned child resting with his mother. My soul is like a weaned child within me, composed and freed from discontent. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time and forevermore. Lord, my heart is meek before you. I do not consider myself better than others. I'm content to not pursue matters that are over my head, such as your complex mysteries and wonders that I'm not yet ready to understand. I am humbled and quieted in your presence, like a content child who rests on his mother's lap. I'm your resting child, and my soul is content in you. O people of God, your time has come to quietly trust, waiting upon the Lord now and forever. Father God, we are so thankful that we are your child and that you hold us and you give us your peace and your presence and your rest. You are our greatest meal. There is so much that is complex, too difficult, too wonderful, too mysterious for us to even understand and comprehend. Lord, we lay it at your feet and we ask in all things your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I hope this Lectio Divina was powerful for you. Another beautiful thing that I read this week in our Lent reading was Matthew chapter 11, verse 10. It said, Be careful not to corrupt one of these little ones, for I can assure you that in heaven each of their angelic guardians have instant access to my heavenly Father. Another translation just says angels, but I love that in this translation it says angelic guardians. Just knowing that each of our children have these 
angels watching out for them. Isn't that a beautiful thing to think about? There's so much beyond what we can truly see in this life. We are spiritual beings on a spiritual journey to a spiritual destination. And I hope that you can stay in touch with your soul throughout this journey and go deeper and deeper into your relationship with God. It truly deserves the highest priority in your life. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. I do have a fun thing to share with you. Over at Horatio Printing, we have been cooking up our spring collection, and I'm so excited. Next week, I'm actually going to be revealing the spring collection. I'll start on the 15th of March. The spring collection will be dropping on the 22nd of March. If you want to mark your calendars, super excited to show you all the goodies next week. Make sure you are on our email list are in our Facebook group, The Christian Dreamers Community. I'll be dropping all of the pictures and information into that group as well. Cannot wait to share what we have been creating over here for you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. I hope today's episode blessed you. And if it did, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a quick 15-second review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I read every single one. And I want to make sure, first and foremost, you're going to get your 2022 Dream Planner. I have a code for you. If you haven't bought yours yet, use the code PODCAST15 to get 15% off your purchase today at HoratioPrinting.com. And secondly, I want to make sure you know about the incredible resources we have inside of the Horatio Printing Academy. This academy lives over at thedreamerinyou.com. We have our dream crafting course to really help you become who you're called to become and to dream big. And then we have our faith-filled business blueprint for our Christian entrepreneurs out there to help you craft your business plan, your business model, your launch plan, and really do it with God in the center. You can use that code PODCAST15 to get 15% off everything. So make sure you jump over there, learn more, and I just want you to know the best is yet to come.